on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. Somehow we feel like technology <laughs> has um, superseded that. And if we spend more time on technology, it's somehow going to have a good result. The truth of the matter is garbage in, garbage out. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. My name's Trisha. And today we're going to be tackling a subject that I think it's become a buzzword in our world right now. Hmm. Anxiety. Yep. Oh. We all have it. We all have had it. Yep. But for some reason, I think that we've, it's intensified maybe. Or maybe there are a lot of different faces of it. So we're going to talk about the different faces of anxiety today. And I would like for us to start, and, and I'll kind of go first. I will tell you how anxiety shows up. And then, like, like you can look at me and tell if I'm anxious about something. Because okay, I have this okay. terribly bad habit. Mm. You can't see it if you're just listening to this. But if you have a video, they, we can't zoom in. But I do this business of Ooh. peeling my thumbs, oh, right? Girl, I do and, the same and thing. And if I feel anxious, mm. I just go to town on my thumbs. Mm. And before I know it, or all my fingers, really. Oh, wow. Before I know it, I've got like a little mm-hmm. nub there. Red that spot. I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how, yeah. I, that's how anxiety. It also gathers in my mm. shoulders. Like I can tell you based on... The, the placement of my shoulders, the closer they get to my ears, the more anxious I'm feeling. And so if you look, and I don't have a neck, I'm pretty anxious. It's so a no-neck kind of day. No-neck kind of day. Exactly right. So those for me are too physical. Those are like, very external physical things, exactly. too. Things yes. we can pick up on pretty yes. quickly. I'll make you feel better. I get pimples. <laughs> Oh. How about this? Can you see this leading the way? Super fun. <laughs> yes. Right. Super oh. fun. That's, a, that's an anxiety with pimple. pimples. Yeah. Anxiety pimples. Uh-huh. Okay. You get ang- what, what about you, Kel? I, I get restless. Yeah. When I'm anxious. It's not, it's, I mean, I, I do the whole finger picking thing too. That's just, yeah. uh, so it drives me nuts. Yeah. But um, for me, I just get restless. I cannot sit still. I get irritable uh-huh. and I get quippy mm-hmm. and I just, anyway. Do yeah, you, that's are me. you a knee bouncer? Like, no, I'm surprisingly not a knee bouncer. Okay. Um, but I, I can't sit still. I got okay. I have got to stand up and move around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we, uh, it all and wring my hands. What ring ring, your ring hands? in my hands? Yeah. yeah. So a friend of mine bought me one of those. Um, have you seen them? They're they're called fidget cubes. Oh, yes. yes. And they have buttons on every yep. uh-huh. side. And I uh-huh. thought that would help me. Mm. Does it? <laughs> it does when I remember to put it in my hand. Nope. But but the thing with me is I don't even necessarily realize my anxiety when it's happening like Mm -hmm. until i look down at my fingers and they look like somebody's gone after them with a meat cleaver Mm -hmm. i don't really look like i don't really think oh i'm anxious about that Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't what is that is that um i guess not self-awareness but well, when we're anxious, I think we're we're very much in the moment mm-hmm. instead of taking a step back and realizing. So yeah. it, it takes till you look down at your fingers and you pick them and whatnot. I have found for myself, one of the first clues that I'm starting to feel anxious is I start to be very insecure huh. about okay. so, everything. Yeah. Insecure about the way I look. Insecure about the way someone's treating me. Insecure about what I just said. Insecure about all of these different things mm-hmm. and i and i'm starting well, you know one time if you have an insecurity about something it may be circumstantial but if you start to feel insecure about every single thing right right i'm like wait a minute maybe the problem is not the situation maybe the problem is me feeling insecure globally and mm-hmm. that is a great way for me to stop and go wait a minute 
I think I'm feeling very anxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you mm-hmm. a question about that. Have you have over time have you gotten better at stopping and realizing that, or or is it something that you just have to consciously? I have never in my life thought about it until just this moment when we really? started talking about it. It's never I've never put it together. See, that is so that is so amazing to me because you have you are like okay, how are you feeling? Let's pay it. Let's mm-hmm. check in with your body. Mm-hmm. You tell yeah. me all those things, and I have learned so much. Especially over the last two years from you, because you've challenged me on some of those things. And so, of course... We're similar. I, I, well, I see some of my same stuff in you. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, that may be true. But, but because you would tell me and kind of coach yeah. me through some of those things and say, okay, you know, Carol's not making eye contact. Her fingers uh-huh. are raw. Uh-huh. And her, her, she has no neck. Those, <laughs> <laughs> those three things, like I need to say, do you need to take a deep breath right now? You need to drop your shoulders. You need to, okay, what's going on? You know, those kinds of things. So yeah. I would think in my mind, oh, Trisha's really good at noticing those mm-hmm. things in herself. And that's why she's so good at coaching me through it. Oh, there go, we, we go with the comparison. Yeah. Oh, totally yeah. better Much with other better. people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's, yeah. The question is, what's really going on? Right. I mean, that's really the question. And if I could remember to stop and ask myself that, yeah. I would save myself so much heartache. So much mm-hmm. overeating, so much, you know, raising my voice. So all, all these things that I do, if I could just stop beforehand and go, all right, what's really going on? Right, right. But I don't always so, do that. So l- let me dive into it like another sub-question of that. To me, I don't know about to y'all, but it seems like our world is more anxious now than ever before. Now. A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. When we started 2015, let's say, we had no clue what was going to go on in 2015. And we weren't as anxious as we are in 2022. Mm-hmm. Well, you know why I think it is, though? I think it's because we are we feel now out of control. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I feel out of control, when I don't have... Um, when I'm not in, when I'm not in control, that's when I feel <laughs> you in, the anxiousness. But you weren't in control in 2015. But I thought I was. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I thought I had all the power. Yes. And then 2020 reminded me I have no power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? That's but, very true. And and so that's what mm. that's this game I've been playing with myself because I knew we were going to talk about this, and I was like, okay, so what is different today that was not different okay. in 2015? Say, I, I'm not choosing that particular year but i'm just saying in years past i've not known what was going to happen next i've not known if i was going to get a virus i've not known all mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. all these various and sundry things if my if i was going to have the same family if my family was going to survive through the year didn't know any of those things and i wasn't as anxious as i am now and but, so i'm trying to figure yeah. out in my mind like what what where's the place where i need to go to in order to kind of put this anxiety in its place because i think some of i I think a a certain amount of anxiety is good it keeps us it's a it's a response for you you probably know better than i i can articulate it what what a anxious response is it's kind of a response to something that an external threat okay it's what we perceive as a threat whether it is or is not yeah yeah so some a measure of that is good these threats though okay so i think the difference is Mm. We maybe knew on some level that there were threats out there, but we have seen these threats in a more concrete okay. uh, way over the past, what, 
year and a half, two years. We've 17 seen, years. That's right. <laughs> Feels what that way. Is I'm there, it. Right? But yeah, it, we've seen it in our closer to home, okay. I guess. Okay. And I think we've all had losses and we've all had things that have happened, but we've never seen it so so frequently, I yeah. think, and so up close. And of course, with social media and the way the world is and the news is, we see more of it than we've ever seen before. Mm. There is more of it, and we're actually seeing it more. Right. Yeah. I think it's sense. also a, an increased lack of trust. Mm-hmm. That back yes. in 2015, yes. we thought, or, or t- 2010 or 20, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, 2001, we thought we could trust our leaders. We thought we could trust mm. our medical professionals. We thought we could trust our next door neighbors. And in 2020, all of that was turned upside down. Mm. And um, we started, and I think the world, the, there was some intentional, um, uh, the enemy was at work mm-hmm. trying to disrupt disrupt trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started not trusting anybody. We didn't right. trust people in the grocery stores. We didn't <laughs> trust our next door neighbors. We yeah. didn't trust yeah. the people delivering our Amazon packages right. or our government or our medical professionals. And so with a lack of trust, that's where anxiety goes. You have no security. You have you have anxiety. So glad that you went there because in my thought process, when I because I like have intentionally made myself sit and think about this. In the quietness of my heart, Jesus has said, Carol, this is why you need a savior. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is this is a great time yeah. to be shouting my name from the rooftops yes. because this is why you need a savior. Right. Mm-hmm. Not only in the middle of a right. pandemic. But in whatever life is going to throw your way, you need a savior. And it's not going to come in a political party. It's not going to come from a a president. It's not going to come from a a vaccine. It's not going to come from um, anything other than me. Yeah, It's going to come from me. That's why you need a savior. So I'm reminding you of that. He's been doing that in my heart so stinking much lately. And I've been a believer for 40 years now. But mm-hmm. it seems like in the last year, or well, actually in the last couple of months, because I've really been intentional about thinking about it, is that he's saying, this is why you need a Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard a sermon from Tony Evans, and he was saying a very similar thing. God is using this time to get our attention. Mm. He is yes. shouting to all of us if we're paying attention, like yeah. you said. And it takes that stopping and paying the attention but he is getting our attention so clearly and showing us mm. how clearly we need him and that he is the only thing we can trust. As everything mm-hmm. else crumbles away, he is the only thing that isn't crumbling, yeah. that is still there. And so. we can trust him yeah. and he never changes. Mm. Right. Mm. You know, unlike all the, you know, guidance. School schedules. The school schedules, <laughs> the guidance about whether to, you know, quarantine or not quarantine, yeah. Yeah. vaccinate yeah. or not yeah. vaccinate, um, you know, hug your neighbor, not hug your neighbor. Mm. All of that stuff changes Mm. but god never changes he's Mm. always the same and we can trust that yeah and what if this is god giving us a bigger chance than ever i know it's we i can focus on the negatives of this time but what if we looked at it as a positive in that god is using this to get as many people thinking about him and reminded of him and his ever presence i mean what if this Mm. is his Mm. grace to us yeah Mm -hmm. oh it has it is so many graces to us, you know, um, and, and as I think about what we've been through, what we're going through, 
and the opposite of what anxiety is, which I would I would argue that the opposite of anxiety is peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So as I think about that, how do we get from anxiety to peace? Um, and I don't, you know, here's the thing. I, I never want to, to minimize um, somebody's pain because for some, anxiety is very painful. And there are things that you need to do that you need to seek professional help for. And I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about my own anxiety and the things that I have dealt with in my own life. But God has been showing me that in order to move from the, the person that I am today, the anxious person that I am today, I have to recognize why. And then I have to battle that with whatever piece of him um, brings me peace. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? That mm-hmm. that I have, like, peace is not going to be something that we just happen into. Like, we're not, like, we just didn't stumble into anxiety. Something got us there. Something's going to get us to peace. Well, I think a lot of what gets us to anxiety is fear. Right. And that we know that God's word says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's right. from what First Timothy, Second yep. Timothy, Second mm-hmm. Timothy. Um, and so, if we remind ourselves that we have a sound mind in Christ, mm. and that we can combat fear by using God's word, right? Oh, every, absolutely. In everything we do, and if we spend the more time we spend in God's word, the less anxious we'll feel. The more we understand that. God is in control. God has a plan. We don't have to fear uncertainty because God already knows. He's already been there. He's gone to tomorrow's moment. He's gone to a year from now. He's Mm, gone to 15 years from now. And he knows what's going to happen. And he is going to be with us regardless. And the way we hold on to that is by putting it in our mind. (laughs) Continually (laughs) putting it in in our bushes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah. you've got lovely bushes. Memorize right. that scripture. So I think I shared this with you guys before, maybe even on the podcast, that um, the end of last year I was very convicted because I kept getting these screen time reports, right? Oh, yeah. And I would say, not to anybody externally, but at times during the week, I'm like, I don't have time to sit down and do Bible study right now. And then this screen report shows up, hmm. and it says, you spent an average of three hours and 54 minutes on your phone. <laughs> Every day. Mm. If I could okay. get mine down to three hours. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I feel like mine would be higher than that. Right? Well, whatever the number is. We'll whatever the number is. And so <laughs> God was like, that screen time thing popped up. And I was like, oh, three hours. That's a lot. And then God said, um, Carol, <laughs> about that not having time to study my word Remember? about that. <laughs> In the sweet, loving way that he did. Never condemning. But just mm-hmm. saying, there is a correlation between, I mean, I, you remember it from when you are kid, garbage in, garbage out. You know, I remember my parents saying that. Mm-hmm. You put garbage in your mind, it's garbage going to come out in your life. You know, that was something that I heard from when I was very young. Sometimes, somehow we feel like technology <laughs> has um, superseded that. And if we spend more time on technology, it's somehow going to have a good result. The truth of the matter is garbage in, garbage out. And if you feel a rise in anxiety... Um, when you're on social media, it's okay for you to say, you know what? 
I think 15 minutes is good. I'll check in and see what everybody's mm-hmm. having for dinner, and then I'm, I'm good, yeah. you know? Or I think I'll check in and see how their kids are making straight A's, and then I'm good, you know? <laughs> or I think I'll check in and see how lovely their cheesecake is, and then I'm good. But, but we don't because all of those tools were designed to make us stay longer, yeah. to linger yeah. there. Mm-hmm. God designed his word to do that, too. Mm. Yeah. Like, here's, yes. here's my thing, y'all. And, and I, I, I need Jesus more than everybody put together. But what he's been saying to me in my quiet time is, if you don't get something out of my word, it's because you're not thinking about it. It's because you're reading it to check a box. You're reading words to say, oh, I read my Bible today. Mm. I can, I'm a good Christian because I read my Bible today. <laughs> Everybody look what good Christian. Somebody give me a star or a sticker or yeah, something. Yeah. But as far as, I mean, I can... 10 minutes, read, read your devotion and get up from you. And 20 minutes from now, you can say, hey, Carol, what was your devotion about this morning? Uh, God and Jesus and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like, but how much better is it than if we take one line of scripture? Yes. Like, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And then we meditate on that mm-hmm. and we ask God, what does this mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me right now, mm-hmm. I, I've right started now. sitting down with a notebook and asking questions. And then at church one Sunday, they had they put up a verse on the screen and they said, we're going to read this verse. But every we're going to read it repeatedly. Every time we repeat the verse, we're going to emphasize the next word. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like word bingo, by B-I-N-G-O. word, right? Word by word. Um, uh, cast all your cares on Him, for mm. He cares for mm. you. So we started cast mm. all your cares on Him, for mm. He cares for you. Cast all your mm. cares on Him, for He cares for you. Cast all your mm. cares on Him, for He. I mean, you see how that changes. It's powerful when you start doing yeah. that, and and God, I mean, like at the end, I was ready yeah. to run the aisles, and I'm you no know, kidding. I, I yeah. was just because. That verse like came alive for me. I think we've gotten lulled yeah. to sleep yes. by the enemy that we've read this a million times and we yes. ought to know it. And 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 we it, oh, it's the same old, same old. God's word word is alive and active and sharper than any two edged sword. Yeah. Wow. But we don't think about right. it. Well, and I, I think that. we also, especially this time of year, we start to think about, oh, I need to read the Bible in a year. Mm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. And you should read the Bible. Yes. You should read as much of the Bible as you can. Um, but we can also get very caught up in, I need to check a box. So mm-hmm. I've got, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to read that whole chapter. I got to read Genesis 1 this today and Genesis 2 tomorrow and Genesis 3 the next yep. day. And we don't let it live for us. Mm. I love that, what you just said. Let's yeah. stop and focus on one line. Mm-hmm. One word, like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, that one image can take you through a week. Yeah, that's the power of God's word and yeah. nothing else is like it. And that is a faith builder. When you remember, mm-hmm. you can read this book and it might be a good book, but it doesn't have 17,000 layers for every single word. Just the thought of casting mm-hmm. right now. That's like going to be on my mind today. Casting. What does that mean for me today on this day, this very day with the things I've got on my plate? What does it mean to cast? I'm excited by that. Good. Well, along those same lines. Well, I knew we were going to talk about anxiety today, of course. Yeah. So. I, and God immediately brought that Second Timothy scripture to my mind. And so I went and said, st- I went, what does sound mind mean? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. And you can actually Google, what does it mean to have a sound mind? And of course, the world has all kinds of things to tell sure. you about that. Um, but I found this guy who had this commentary that went back and talked about the Greek word 
that mm. was used for sound and mind and when you put it together. And then he took out the word sound mind and rewrote the scripture. Let me just read you what he said. The Greek meaning for sure. sound mind is. He says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and Instead of sound mind, he has given you a mind that has been delivered, rescued, revived, salvaged, protected, and brought into a place of safety and security so that it is no longer affected by illogical, unfounded, and absurd thoughts. That's great. No longer affected. You are rescued. Your mind is rescued Mm. and redeemed Mm. from all of the illogical thoughts and I was like that so when we really do take that and focus on one word that either cast or sound mind and go God what does this mean um from your perspective not just what does this mean from the world's perspective it can be really powerful right and I have to throw in here because I spent a measure of my life trying to read hard words that I didn't understand Ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten you. Like, start there. Like, God, I'm getting ready to open your word. And I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, and you know that. But would you just show me something about yourself today? Every single time he will answer that prayer. I guarantee it. We have his word to uh, to stand on Mm -hmm. and to prove and to back Mm -hmm. up that he will meet you every single time. Mm. Um. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with how smart you are, because I used to think I'm really not that smart. And so for me to study God's word, I don't know about that because I'm really not that. I don't know Greek. I don't know Hebrew. I don't know, you know, right. I, I don't know the Old Testament like I should. All these excuses popped up. But the Holy Spirit says, hey, Aww. you want to sit down in my classroom for just a minute? Let me show you this. Yeah. Let me show. I mean, I think. Maybe it's not coming across, but I think you can tell we're pretty excited about this. This is not at all where I thought we were going today with anxiety and talking about that. But I think it is the exact place that we need to land. Absolutely. It's hopeful. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. God's given us a way. And it's a great way to replace those negative thoughts Mm -hmm. with the truth of God's word, which we've talked about multiple times. And it takes it takes intention. Yes. Right. It's work. Can we be honest? It's work. On honest. Yeah. And, and don't and you, you think, do don't you think that the dog won't get out, the baby will start crying, the phone will, re- don't mm-hmm. think all those things won't happen because sure it will. Right. And don't give up. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Stay at Ooh. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I bought yes. myself a new planner because, yes. you know, it's 2022 and right? so you need a new calendar. Yeah, I wrote one, I bought one that you write in like mm-hmm. you do, Carol. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, there's a place in there where I can write scripture. Mm. And so on my daily things, and I mean, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to hope to commit to. Yeah. <laughs> hope <laughs> okay. to commit. That's good. I really want to do it, but I want to write a new scripture every day and just have it in front of me while I have my planner open and I'm doing all the work things or all the home things or all the food logging or whatever it is I'm going to do <laughs> in 2022 that I've got God's word front and center yeah. right there on that same page. I will mm. also say this because I, I, I was talking to somebody this week and I said the, the point is progress not perfection. Yeah. Progress, not perfection. So, you know, if you commit to reading through the Bible and God shows you one verse and you get stuck on that verse for a week, that's okay. That's okay. That is God's plan for you. So don't, don't, we tend to measure the volume and, and let that somehow give us, um, more, 
God credit or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, because we think if we read 72 chapters, then we're obviously going to be godly when we get up from that. No, you're not because you're just reading words. You might as well be reading crossword puzzles, you know. Uh, but God's word and the Holy Spirit activating that in our hearts and lives, not so we can check a box, but so what is, what is the what is the end goal? What is the end goal of you reading the Bible? Relationship. It exactly is. And he's going to he's going to start to do things in you that you're, you're going to be blown away, girl, at what he does in you and through you through just your time with him. Oh, yeah. And we want to hear all about it. Yep. Do Tell us how God's Share. working in your life. I, I am fired up, y'all. Can you tell? Oh, no. So I think um, as we wrap up here, if you're feeling anxious today, if you have noticed that your anxiety gets out of control, there are some physical signs or, you know, things that, that you can identify. First of all, just see where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, just identify it. You're, you're really good at helping me to do that. Ask the question. Ask the question. What's this all about? What is this all about? And then where do you need to go? Who can help you with that? I know. I know. You know. You know. Yep. Yeah. And and God. God and, and God's willing word. to yep. go there. Yeah. You know, be willing First, to go there. Really. First. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay to talk to friends about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have friends who are telling you where to go, and I mean telling you godly, to, the godly good way. to go. <laughs> I'm telling you where to go as far as God's word, um, <laughs> then, then they're not really friends. Okay. Because friends point you to truth. Okay. That's right. Friends don't lie to you. Friends point you to the truth, okay? So um, as you kind of identify that anxiety and, and see what it's all about, know that you can go to God's Word. Man alive. I, if we, if you and me and you and you listening could get a hold of this, man, we're going to set the world on fire. That's right. Because God's Re- Word is alive yep. and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. He can turn the hearts of kings. And so today, our challenge to you is to make this year different by refusing to be anxious, but choosing peace Mm -hmm. and doing that through God's word. Hey, if you have questions, comments, things you want to tell us, we love hearing from you. Do a little happy dance every time we get an email from you. So you can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. Want to say a great big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. I mean, you folks are so important to this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your love, for your prayers, for your support of what we do here. And um, let us hear from you. Go to the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk uh, Facebook page if you're not on there. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and like us on there. Or actually, you have to ask to join that one. Yes. But there's a Facebook uh, public page that you can join and uh, share this podcast with others. That's how more people find out about us and more people find out about Jesus, Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that is the point of all of this. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. 